Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on Where Is This Going, a podcast about artists you probably don't know, but will soon, hopefully, grow to appreciate at the very least. Uh, If you're joining us live, glad you found it because I didn't advertise it well. Sorry about it. Also, if you have any questions about last week's podcast, that's because it was an episode that was recorded like two months ago and then released when... We didn't have another episode to put out. So it's called creating a bank, ladies and gentlemen. But today, another featured artist, one you probably don't know about, but you should appreciate. We have, actually, you may have heard of this person before. Uh, We have, it's a great honor in the studio. We have the legend, uh, Mr. Elton John. Oh, never (laughs) mind. They took off their glasses. I. And we have Sir Elton John. Elton, I have a couple questions for you. <laughs> Just a uh, a few. Mainly one. How do you stay so fit and young looking in this new venture of life you've taken? Two minutes, please. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> for, for those of us joining, Michi did not have a British accent uh, to attempt Sir Elton John. Um, but she had the glasses, so we thought it was good enough. Michi Farias, everybody. Michi, Michi Farias is a, an amazing artist, I would say, vocally, instrumentally, uh, visually. Um, n- not just the visual art representation that you see before you, but her murals, portraits. What kind of vision, <laughs> visionary? <laughs> what kind of visual art or... I want to say what mediums do you work through in your because I right now obviously the showcase is your visual mm-hmm. art um, mm-hmm. as most performance art has gone away right yeah, now. <laughs> it's not like I can play shows now. Right. But for murals, I'm going to be using outdoor paint, so mm-hmm. like exterior paint, acrylic. But my specialty is with any kind of paint, so. Uh, oil paintings, mm-hmm. acrylic paintings. I also do a lot of drawings, usually hyper-realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I also specialize in pen and ink drawings and in charcoal. <laughs> <laughs> I I do have a a beautiful picture in my phone. We'll p- post it later. Maybe I'll post it on Facebook or Instagram. Of uh, I think an amazing chalk portrait of 
me that you did in a basement <laughs> on 15th Street. Oh my goodness, at, at Van Camp. Yeah. yeah. I drew you in the basement on the wall. And hopefully it's still there. Uh, it was kind of covered. But yeah, it was. it's still on my phone. I know that I still have the picture. And I, I appreciate that. That was one of the most prized uh, art pieces I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you. You know, drawing on walls is what I do. <laughs> exactly, and that's been that's been a new showcase that we've gotten to see. If you guys haven't had a chance, well, actually, we'll post some of it now. Um, give you a look at what Michi is basically here to showcase, aside from her amazing. actually just finished it for the past three months, a 17 portraits of the 1945 Grand Rapids Chicks okay. on the auto fix-it of Grand Rapids. Mm -hmm. It's next to the garage bar. It, was it basically on the side of the garage bar, it it's seems? It's right next to it in the same alleyway, and okay. then on the front of auto fix-it is the biggest three portraits that I did. All right, awesome. Well, can you, can you throw that up one more time? I know I've seen it a bunch. But yeah, okay. I worked a, so long on this every day. Um, it was a ton of work and research. Uh, I use the AAG PLB usually for my resource photos. I'm doing an interview with them tomorrow. Do you know um, what that stands for, AAG PLB? Basically, they are the biggest website, historical website for baseball. Mm -hmm. So they have all the photos and resources that I needed in order to paint the first female uh, baseball team from Grand Rapids. So I used them every single day in order to get these done. Um, Amazing portraits, by the way, if you guys are seeing these. <laughs> I I think one, that, one that's been showcased, can you scroll up just a little bit, Colming? The That one, that's the one I've seen the most. And I don't know Doris. if it's... Doris. That, I like, yep, that one. That one right there. No, that, Doris. Now, Doris do you is know, everyone's favorite. Do you know any facts about Doris at all? Like Doris. a last name? Uh, Tetzlaff, actually. Okay. I had to write all of their names oh, um, yeah. and label every single one so that people, when they're walking by, they know who these women were. Right. Um, the two best players were Connie Wisanowski and Alma Ziegler. Mm -hmm. uh, Connie and Alma, both respectively, were some of the strongest baseball players in the women's league mm -hmm. of all time. Right. So it's a huge honor to be from the Grand Rapids them. Chicks. Yeah. Wait, where that is that what they were called? Yeah, the Grand Rapids the Chicks. Grand Rapids Chicks. I went to Zealand East. Uh, Colin and I both graduated actually from Zealand East, and we were Zealand Chicks. Now, I don't want to argue over who has a better baseball team, but I believe. Jared Chicks. G. Okay. Just well. <laughs> I don't want to point fingers, but my sophomore year, I did ride the bench most of the time. Now that was mostly. Suspension, uh, disciplinary, <laughs> disciplinary issues had nothing to do with my skill, but I would believe I'd be a decent contender, at least against. The Grand Rapids Chicks in 1945, yeah. If we're being honest, it was 1945. <laughs> people were weaker, and they're old as fuck. The obvious one. <laughs> they're all dead. <laughs> Aluminum bats. Aluminum bats, exactly. They all they have is wood bats, and those are those are heavy. I don't want to say anything about their strength. Uh, because, like you said, I'm sure most people <laughs> can. I, if, if we're being honest, Michi, you could beat me in a fist fight. No, probably. I can. I can name on. I can name. I could count on one hand 
the amount of fist fights that I have been in, and I would have actually an additional hand. I don't have. <laughs> I've never been in a fist fight. I've never thrown a punch. I've I've had Are you a, a kicker. No, I've had a punch <laughs> thrown at me. Uh, that's my purse. <laughs> I don't know you. Um, but no, I I've never I've had a punch thrown at me, and that was mostly because my voice was. Uh, easily mistakable for uh, a middle school girls at the time. So she was talking crap. I got hit in the face. It's a long story. I got suspended. But uh, <laughs> I do really admire your work and your hair. My blue hair. Yes, blue hair. New weave. <laughs> <laughs> new new weave, who dis? And it just, it really showcases your artful spirit. And I love that you wore it into studio today. Thanks. I'm not bald today. Uh, not today. Well, I was going to say, did you match? Oh, wait, go back. I like that, too. Yeah, blue lady painting blue ladies. Exactly. <laughs> Those are my biggest ones. Um, they actually gave me a lift for that. And Scissor lift? No. Like a I don't know what it's called. A lift with no instructions. Magini or a genie? Out how to operate a lift. Oh yeah. No. Now, I, Wait. You know, do you like a lady who can use heavy machinery? Guess what? <laughs> I I taught myself. I taught. I'm self-taught on how to use a lift. So were you commissioned for this mural? Yeah. Um. By downtown Grand Rapids, aka DGRI. Right. They reached out to me through Hannah Berry, who's the owner of uh, Lions and Rabbits, and organizing all of the Women's Way artists. Um. Is that what Lions and Rabbits does? I'm yeah, so not familiar. Yeah, so Hannah Berry organizes a ton of the murals going in Grand Rapids. We actually have 40 going up through After Dark, which wow. is one in Creston. Mm -hmm. um, but DGRI is paying for all of it. So oh, yeah. Super awesome. That, that is awesome. Paying artists to do public art, which is accessible to everyone. Right. Because you don't need to pay a commission to walk down the street. Yeah, You're, yeah. You don't need to pay an admission. And it adds, you know, color and vibrancy to people's lives every single day. Right. And all, while also being historical. So you bring these women who did these wonderful things in history to the public eye. Right. Every single day they're going to be walking by these and seeing this art in in, in like their everyday lives and I think it's super important to bring public art into into people's lives because right. you don't have to pay for it. Exactly. And it's is getting art into those unrecognized areas or those mm -hmm. unappreciated uh, areas. Ways, exactly. Which are forgotten. Mm -hmm. So Women's Way basically it, there's four no, there's five artists now. They added another uh, mural to it that they are reclaiming these alleyways, renaming them after women, because the person that inspired a lot of this said that they realized a lot of the alleyways and places in Grand Rapids aren't named after women. Mm -hmm. So it felt very, you know, not sexist, but it's just wrong. Right. And I think it not not equal, yeah, I think, to say equal. the least. But also, we I think most people see alleyways as a danger to yeah, a especially place. women. Like when, I don't know specifically from personal experience, but usually I think when women are taught about who to fear or mm -hmm. something, it's always a it's usually a picture of who you're gonna who you see in a dark yeah, alleyway. alleyway. Exactly, and I I think it's almost reclaiming those spaces as well mm -hmm. as uh, it's not where it would be dark without light, but also dark without art. It's now 
not only art but prominent women where women have traditionally not felt safe, which I think is a great yeah. juxtaposition to the alleyway mm -hmm. in itself. And the idea of the alleyway itself. But, yeah, a lot of these uh, murals going up are just awesome. There's Ethel B. Cole behind 20 Monroe, who's mm -hmm. an activist. Um, there's also the first black female officer on GRPD in the, actually behind GRPD in their alleyway. Okay. Um, by my friend Jasmine Bruce. Nice. Yeah. See, I don't know why I haven't I haven't seen any of these pieces. They're in alleyways. They're in alleyways. <laughs> I, and you know what? You're right. Because even I, though not a female who had received those speeches, also heard them and decided, you know what? We have a similar build. I'm just not going to stay near alleyways because like we've previously stated, I'm not a fighter. Yeah. I don't think I'd fare well, especially if I wouldn't fare well against these women. I don't think I'd fare well in an alleyway uh, where these women have been warned against going. And now I believe I'm sounding sexist, but we'll, ke we'll oh, keep dear. moving on. <laughs> so our um, uh, obviously DGRI uh, commissioned the the murals in Grand Rapids, mm -hmm. do you know, like Women's Way, uh, does that do, in, um, does that expand past Grand Rapids or is that most just a local effort? Um, women's Way right, right now is just about GR mm -hmm. and GR activists, right. people who inspired, you know, future generations. Mm -hmm. uh, in the future, I hope that we do expand, but it's been a very few select artists because right. the grant is higher than those for the 40 murals going up for after dark right so they're they are huge projects mm -hmm. like my mural was 150 feet wide yeah and about 40 feet high on the one wall and 15 on the other okay so did it do a wrap around yes, yeah because they went around, around to the, the building completely yeah so it's really cool because you can just drive by and see the huge one and then you get the extra bonus yeah as you turn <laughs> the other you know 14 portraits wow mm -hmm. As amazing, and so check that out in person uh, at the I want to say the corner street, basically, but isn't uh, it? Auto fix it. Uh, uh, okay, yes, auto fix it next to the garage bar across mm -hmm. the street from Sandy Point Beach House. I mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to what street is that? Well, it's now called the Grand Rapids Chicks Way. They renamed the road Gr for it. Oh wow! Yeah, the so whole road or the alleyway? The whole, the whole alleyway. Okay, yeah, the alleyway road. That also duh. Repaving it. Which is huge. Um, yeah, gravel, I believe. Gravel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, no one was really driving down it. Well, sometimes I had a lot of people driving down, going, "Hello, did you paint this?" And waving. <laughs> oh, as you're painting. As I'm painting, I'm like, "No, I'm not the artist." <laughs> no, I'm just finishing up. This. J <laughs> I don't know who painted this. <laughs> I don't know who painted it, but I'm doing b a better job. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a mural under it. Really? A bunch of cars. So did you... Called The Race. I actually looked it up. I had to paint over it. Um, it was unprofessionally done. I'm just going to say that. Um, <laughs> no shade. No shade. <laughs> I'm sorry. The original piece was called The Race underneath, but it was done in 2014 by another artist who's not a professional artist. Mm. Um, a 
of a bunch of cars. Okay. It was just in. It sounds vaguely familiar, actually. Like the vision of it. I feel like I've seen it. On another garage. I lost my mind. (laughs) It's near Bridge Street. And I was like, that's the same guy. I had to paint over his mural. And you know what? You know what? He just found another. He found another side of a street. that Or a side of a building. Another garage that he painted these weird cars. I think he just does it on garages. Weird cars. Like they made me uncomfortable. (laughs) <laughs> how a car makes one uncomfortable is a question in yeah, itself yeah so i had to paint over all of that and then do my portraits on it mm-hmm. um so did you paint like a blank canvas basically I over it all white that was yeah. actually the thing that took me the longest was really? painting all of that wall white it's a very old wall mm-hmm. it's pretty decrepit so it took me weeks did you have to power wash anything DJ, or uh, DJ power washed it for me okay and we're also going to be putting graffiti uh, guard on it so that if someone sprays on it you can literally wipe it off okay and it's protected that's all awesome. yeah mm-hmm. see that's science i've never really, yeah, I really heard of you know i love graffiti and i love you know street art but don't mess with people <laughs> but not on my art literally, dude it took me <laughs> You know, it's like if you paint over the face of one of these ladies, it'll take you like 10 minutes to do that. Something that I took like a week on. Right. Like, please don't. It's, please yeah, leave it. it's respect. I, I know your boys. Come I, on. Come I know on. your little boys. I can't call you men. I You're know here. you. I'll find out. I know everyone who does the street art. Come on. <laughs> that's, that's being connected right there. Yeah. yeah Michi's I from the streets. <laughs> I mean, I put a rip seal. One of my friends passed away, and he mm-hmm. was a street artist. He put right. my seal, and I put, you know, I dedicated it to him because that was the biggest thing in his life. But he actually prevented a bunch of people from, like, spraying on people's art. Right. So I think it's super cool that he did that for us. An activist with an activist. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. It's it's rip seal. Rip seal. R I P. Yeah. The homie seal. Homie protected our art. So. And you gotta love, th- and that's that's protecting integrity. That's using integrity to protect integrity. I like there's, that. There's so many other roles, guys. Please. There's, there's so many. <laughs> you've seen. This, please. <laughs> you've seen, especially in Grand Rapids. There's so many buildings. There's, there's so many. <laughs> just get on a ladder. You know yeah. what? With a little intuitiveness, I think mm-hmm. you can find a new wall. Um, <laughs> okay, so we've showcased your visual art. Your visual art is not all that you're about Mm -hmm. i understand is that would you say that's your main drive yeah i mean visual art and music are very tied to one another Mm -hmm. so i think that usually a lot of people take interest in both right that's why you know i'm taking an interest in both Mm -hmm. and that's why i do both because people are interested in it (laughs) you know it makes sense like it takes a long time to learn how to play the guitar right you're gonna suck for the first year or two same with drawing you're gonna suck for the first year or two it's just putting the time behind it all right so then we'll break that down when did you start i guess everyone starts drawing at a very very young age um when did you start i guess artistically drawing like more than seriously yeah like, like seriously drawing like taking your your own drawing seriously i guess i should say this is going to sound funny but the fourth grade not, okay <laughs> when i was in the fourth grade was it I, anime no <laughs> i got this book by jack ham called how to draw animals and i became weirdly obsessed with learning how to draw these realistic animals from skeleton mm-hmm. to a fully fleshed wow. animal and i would sketch these out obsessively until i drew every single animal in the book 
And really, that propelled me throughout, you know, my schooling to be a better artist. It mm -hmm. was taking the time every day, drawing like a weirdo in the back of a class. <laughs> and, I'm not know, listening to anything algebraic. No. This is my equation they let right me. here. I was uh, they'd be like, what's the answer while I'm drawing something? And I'd know. I was still paying attention. Right. But my parents were super supportive. They were both artists. They actually met in art school in Valencia, Venezuela, and the Caracas Institute of the Arts. So wow. I grew up in an environment that was super art fueled. Yeah, and, and conducive to yeah, artistic creativity as well. Paint, you know, mm -hmm. and so our house is filled with their paintings, and they sell that. They've been selling their paintings since like 2005. Wow. On uh, Faria's Fine Art. And at Palate Coffee and Art, my parents own uh, an art gallery coffee shop. Nice. GR, nice. Palate Coffee and Art. I visited them yeah. during the uh, during the craziness in the pandemic and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And my um, I felt very bad because as I walked out, I was admiring all because well, I was admiring the art. M much of your art mm -hmm. is up on the walls for yeah. display. Your mother's art. Mm -hmm. uh, who? Anyone else? Oh, my dad and Your a ton of local artists that we carry nice. out depending on the season. Nice. We like giving them time so that they have more of a chance to sell their artwork. Right. And and that's not something you see a lot of other places. Yeah, a lot of places change it monthly, mm -hmm. um, which I don't think gives people enough time to actually buy the artwork. Right. Rather than having actual artist residencies through the gallery mm -hmm. and having them have the art there for more than one month. Right. Yeah, and it gives people not like time to see it enough time to appreciate to commit it to the art. exactly it's not easy buying art it's expensive right but it takes a long time to make and learn how to do mm -hmm. so i understand it's, it's an appreciated art yeah, yeah. It, it has to be in order to purchase mm -hmm. but i don't think it's like that same thing not enough people have exposure like in the murals in public mm -hmm. not enough people have an exposure to appreciate that art yeah and i think bringing more art to people every day makes them learn more about it appreciate it more right and, you know realize how important art is for our community exactly and i think and that's why another reason i do this podcast is to showcase people people and their art but also showcasing the artists in a format like this lets you know about why they do what they do yeah we're all crazy exactly and it gives <laughs> and it gives <laughs> it gives more meaning behind the art it gives more connectivity familiarity when you see their art mm -hmm. you see i know that person i've heard of that person and i'd like to support that person mm -hmm. because i know what craziness they live in <laughs> or exactly but <laughs> the reason i felt bad when i visited palate one I don't think your mom knows me. She has no reason to, but I just knew who she was. And so I I, uh, I had commented on the art, but it was just like, and, you know, I really enjoy Michi's art. I'm a friend of Michi. Uh, and I Maybe I didn't even say that. I said, I've seen Michi's art before, and I really like that. But I, I admire your art as well because I knew her name mm -hmm. uh, from knowing you. Yeah, <laughs> and Maria Exactly. Designer and name. <laughs> and she seemed less than impressed. But <sighs> I thought, and I was like, all right, she has no reason to know me. And then as I left, I realized I had, I'd say some dank in my pocket. Oh, my God. Much like this, just in an open pocket. And I could smell myself as I was waiting for my coffee. And I was like, this is going to be 
an uneasy interaction with anyone I have if I smell like louds in their place of business. So you know what? I can't I can't put anything on her. That's on me. She's like, damn, he smells. <laughs> I don't know if I can keep him in the store. I don't, he says he knows my daughter, but I, I think he should just get out. Um, oh God. Which I understand, and I don't. I wouldn't want my daughter hanging around those types of people as well. People who smell like me, but <laughs> especially in public. Um, it's legal. It's legal, man. And but that was my that was my thought, and then. Uh, Maybe I thought it's a cultural difference. She does. Maybe she didn't hear me say, no, I know your daughter. But also, she shouldn't care. She doesn't really. She doesn't. She and just cares about the appearance of the store. Exactly. <laughs> and you are prohibiting more business in this store because it smells like weed. Can, sir, can you please leave? I mean, <laughs> we're used to it. There's a lot of people. One time a guy was so high, he bought every single pastry. So, of course, we're not going to be mad about right, it. Right. No. It works out, man. <laughs> and I was just buying, what, like an iced latte or something. It yeah. was something insignificant. It works out. I wasn't going to bring more to it. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, check out Pilate on uh, Fulton Street. Um, that's really all I have. What do you have any more more about where Pilate is? Well, Pilate is on uh, Fulton and Jefferson. Fulton and it's Jefferson. It's in between Foremost Barbershop and One Trick Pony slash the Cottage Bar. It's pretty easy to find. There's Gita Pita there too. Yeah, so I was just come by that. and visit. I work there all the time, helping my mom and pa out, and usually my mom's there. She's super nice. She she is super nice. My mom is super nice. That's not to say that she was not not nice at all. She's I just probably just concerned. She has a business to run and doesn't <laughs> want it smelling like weed. It needs to smell like coffee. I understand, and I apologize. You're good, Hunter. <laughs> You're good. That's just so funny. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to her about that when I get home. Oh, it was it was probably mostly my doing. Um, I keep messing with this microphone. I'm just gonna keep playing with it. No, I got it. Oh, he's got it. Nailed it. Um. <laughs> so, uh, you started. I I almost said professionally. You started professionally drawing in fourth grade, and. When did you start playing what, guitar? What was your music? was y- guitar your first instrument? Well, my first instrument was violin. I Usually, started playing. I was going to say was if 11. you if you play the violin, that was your first instrument yeah. almost always. Yeah. So I played violin all through school, and mm-hmm. you know I was first chair and all that junk, and now I play violin for further closer along with a couple other instruments. Nice. And you, I, from my knowledge, it's violin. Guitar. Banjo. Banjo. Oh, wait, let me get to it. <laughs> Guitar. <laughs> no, that's all I had. Um, go on. Well, I also play the omnichord, which is a weird niche instrument from the eighties. Yeah, it's a little synth. For yeah, further I was, closer. I, I always think of um, what's the blowy one? A melodica. A melodica. But it's not the same at all because a uh, uh, an omnichord doesn't that look basically like a child's toy? Um, I think you're thinking about the automaton, which is a no, child's toy. No, the automaton toy. I know is a child's toy. That is a child's toy. <laughs> but no, the omnicord, because it, it, it looks almost like... It's like an egg. <laughs> it's, a, it's a large egg, it's but like it, it looks like it's oh, just got... Oh, bu- my omnicord. Yes. Hey, yes. This is my omnicord. And it looks, to me, without the knobs on the left, yeah. it just looks like a toy. 
So this instrument was created in the 80s for people who are older and have arthritis and played piano. Really? Yeah. So it's an instrument that's very um, easy to play if you have arthritis. And also probably yeah. memory issues because the notes yeah, are labeled. They are labeled. <laughs> they are labeled here. Um, and it also has this swipe swipey bit here where you can play notes according to what you're doing here, much similar to an auto, an auto harp. Um, but I thought the history of it's super cool. They're kind of hard to find, but they're really easy to learn how to play. And they also have a drum machine and all kinds of other little effects you can do on there. They're really fun. I really awesome. recommend getting one if you play in a band and you want to have an easy jam session. <laughs> nice. Mm -hmm. So Omnichord, banjo, do you play guitar also mm -hmm. in Further Closer? Mm-hmm. And violin, vocalist. Mm-hmm. When did you start? Oh, yeah, wait, we didn't even finish the first question. Oh, yeah, violin at 11. Mm -hmm. uh, from violin, where where did that progress? First chair yeah, and all that. Yeah, so I was always involved with violin. I picked up guitar when I was like 17 or 18. I was taught by my best friend soon mm -hmm. uh, how to finger pick. Mm -hmm. And so when I do my solo music, it's like a lot of very bluesy or freak folk finger picking mm -hmm. um it's very inspired by like say nick drake or uh bert Yanch, who's a favorite of mine mm -hmm. and classical guitar i'm thinking of a song right now <laughs> oh come on it's, it's a further closer song but i was thinking about putting it in at the end if you um if you didn't have a song to put in at the end there maybe is you? it i am a mountain i uh or time flies? It's, it's banjo. Wait, bam, that's... Uh, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, that's so. uh, Wild Wild Night. Yes. That's where Jake and I and Rick do a three-piece song. Yes. It's very pretty. It is very pretty. It's very it. light. That's the one that makes people cry. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And I think it is a, it's a mixing of the voices. You and Jake. Mm-hmm. I... I mean, any song that I hear you and I obviously I tune in for your voice, mostly live mm -hmm. because that's I, I like hearing a mixture of voices. Not to say that I don't like uh, 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 just, let me get it. I got it. I almost found it. Um, not to say that I don't like bands like the Fever Haze mm -hmm. or. Uh, scare seasons mm -hmm. or well no scare seasons also had a female vocalist but not to say that i don't like jake's voice on its own sorry jake <laughs> but i much rather it have an accompaniment accompaniment accompany how do you say harmonies it? yes no okay but that's literally what i live for that's what always gives me chills like in band that's when i was like oh no i actually have an ear and like a a passion for music and things mm -hmm. like that was when I would hear harmonies and get chills. Yeah. And it happens to me a lot in church. And that I'd like to say it's, it's the presence of God that brings me to tears, but it's probably uh, in a more scientific note, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the music and uh, the feeling I get from mm -hmm. there of, but um, anyways, I like music and I, I like your voice. Thank it's, you. 
Yeah. When did you start singing? Did you ever like sing in a formal well, setting before? <laughs> You're gonna gigging? laugh, but I started singing for my friend soon, right when she was teaching me guitar because she doesn't like to sing. Mm-hmm. Um, we made a band for Mock Rock, which is a local talent show called T- Midnight Taco. Is it similar to Garfunkel and Oates? Because that's what I'm picturing. Midnight Taco. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> um, we. Uh, did mock rock and that's when I started singing and mm-hmm. I started singing for her bands and that worked really well and mm-hmm. then I met Jake shortly thereafter and we started singing and I slowly got better at guitar I'm 26 mm-hmm. now so I've had a I've, lot more time to get better I've at seen that. you practice practicing and getting better at guitar and mm-hmm. I'd like to say all right how dare you <laughs> <laughs> I'm better than most guys. Yeah, compared to me, you're an all-star. But what I'm saying is, you still got far to go. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I'm no Jake. Jake's a living, you know, jukebox. No, you're no no Rick. That's You're no Rick. But Ricky B is insane. He's in Further Closer, and he's one of the best guitarists I've ever seen. Shout out Eric Beck. Also, appreciate your guitar skills. And you know what? Richard Nixon, you can have some too. <laughs> so that's, that's, Nick, that's Nick Richardson. Uh, you're pretty good. I've uh, always been sure he doesn't Rick. like me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Any Jew. I think I've actually brought that up before on previous podcasts, the one with you. But it's not on the internet anymore. So sorry. Nick, I love you. Um, we love you, Nick. I'm always striving for his approval um (laughs) so mock rock that was in high school correct yeah where did you what how old are you i'm 26 you're 26 all right so it's been a while now that i've been playing music nice so you're 26 and born in venezuela correct Mm -hmm. when did you come here my parents and i came here when i was one when you were one so i am as american as anyone else right but i I don't think that's what you have to defend right now no it's just (laughs) like culturally right like i am very very much american but i also speak spanish not a lot of venezuelan influence i guess from the area or from your environment me 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 but also you the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. I do sing Besides songs it. in Spanish sometimes okay. for my solo stuff. I was gonna say, not further closer. I don't no, think they... I'm not gonna do that to Jake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make him sing in Spanish. Yeah, making him learn Spanish, I think, would be beneficial for him. It'd be beneficial for anybody. It's <laughs> it, the most. It's yeah. the second most spoken language in the U.S. So. Yeah, but we don't like to talk about that. Ah, uh, everyone wants to speak burger, not burrito. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to think about what tastes better. Um, burritos. Burritos, <laughs> almost one hundred percent. Actually, I had a burrito last week. Hurt my tummy. Oh no! But <laughs> completely irrelevant. So. You went to, came to Venezuela, came to, came from Venezuela at one. W- did you come to Grand Rapids? We went to Chicago for one month and then moved to Grand Rapids because okay. my parents had some friends here. Okay. So, you know, it's a and very Chicago's difficult dangerous. move. Uh, not really. <laughs> I mean, 
anywhere is if you're in the wrong parts. Right. Grand Rapids, pretty dangerous if you're in the wrong parts. Not really. Not not even in the wrong parts? I don't know. (laughs) Really. I I didn't even have issues. I guess. I didn't really have issues working on my mural at night. You know, I had to project at night. Oh, well, around then. All right. So. Or the garage bar is not quite a biker bar, is it? Kind of. Yeah. A yeah. little bit. The The swarms of bikers will appear. Not as bad as like the Ironwell. Right? No, Ironwell is the spot for yeah. them. But see, they do like to hit up the garage bar. See, my house is right by the Ironwell. And so like late night coming home, uh, my girlfriend will say, hey, maybe we should stop at the Ironwell for like a nightcap. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not the crowd that I want to wind down my night with. Well, I don't, people at I don't the garage know, bar, yeah. I don't know so if you've nice. seen me. No, I'm saying I'm saying the Iron Well. The garage bar is a place that I would like to do that because mm-hmm. I've spent enough time there for comedy reasons, and so I know that they're at least able to take a joke. Mm-hmm. The people that are there, the Iron Well, uh, the comedy show that lasted there lasted mm, very shortly. You know why? People can't take a joke, so it's just not a place that I want to. I get that. Be. I get that, and that's rough. Yeah, those bikers at two a.m. every Saturday they yep. swarm Grand Rapids. Oh no, it's about every day, every evening. I see them at the Ironwell. Okay, yeah, it's it is troubling. I'll, I'll, it's I'll just admit loud, that. man. Coming, going, being there, everything about them is loud. Okay, I got a thing about bikers. That I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to write that down. No, <laughs> I have a new vendetta. Uh, look out, old people. You're fine. Bikers coming for you now. Um, I have a hate for old people, too. Uh, I think we can mostly agree on that, though. Yeah. Boomers suck. Yeah. Um, so, Mock Rock, it, what high school did you go to? I went to Byron Center High School. Oh, okay. So, Barnyard Center. We have a ba- giant statue of a chicken. Bulldogs. Yeah, bulldogs, like most places. That weird bulldog clip art. The worst bulldog clip art of yeah, all time. Granville and Byron Center, their homes of it. <laughs> why? No clue. Yeah, that doesn't... Why is... Also, Byron Center and Granville are so close. Why are they both bulldogs? They're next bulldogs? to each other. Why are you both bulldogs with the same clip art? You know what? Take the same school. How about that? Just move in together. Mm-hmm. Idiots. So, growing up in Byron Center, did you... Did you receive any hate for being an artist? Kind of. Yeah. Um, I had one girl who really disliked me because she wanted to be class artist. And what does class artist consist of? Being the be- person that does the best art in the school. <laughs> but I'm you, sorry, Maddie. Did you get like a. Com- <laughs> she complained, literally. I'm she sorry, complained Maddie. to the teachers, literally. She complained to the teachers that most of my art was in the showcase and not her art and was trying to get it taken out. But isn't that an <laughs> issue of quality of art? It's not my fault, Maddie. <laughs> get, get over it's not your, my fault. Get over yourself. I'm not the one. I just want to make good art like that, you did good art to too like i don't know that wasn't my issue i just mm-hmm. wasn't even able to eat lunch with the other people because she harassed me so much because of so i would literally eat my art. lunch yeah i would eat my lunch in the art room while working on my art some more which guess what made me better at art because i put in my freaking ten thousand hours thank you maddie straight up actually no thank you maddie 
No, you know, she made me a better artist and gave me a tougher shell. Because people will criticize your art in front of you without knowing you're the artist. I right. see it at Pilate all the time while I'm working. Oh, people <laughs> have no idea I'm the artist. And then I have this giant skull that I drew when I was 18 that's five by four feet made out of animals. That's mm -hmm. like the most popular piece in the store. Right. And sometimes people be like, that was really scary and horrible. Why would you use a skull to do this? And I'd be like, ah. <laughs> That's me. Thank you. <laughs> I drew that. And then they're like, oh, wow, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a real change of tone. And I love that, yeah. truly. And also, it gives me real critique from people who are not around art. It gives on you a an honest basis. reaction. Yes, yeah. Of the so I do appreciate it right. because, you know. One thing that might be wonderful for one person would be horrible for another, which is just how art is. Right. And and people who go to art galleries or showcases like that are usually people who are appreciative and open minded yeah. of art. So it is nice to have a different perspective yeah. in general uh, of someone who doesn't have the appreciation exactly. to it's give a, to just give a raw yeah. uh Reaction. Perspective, yeah, and reaction. Yeah, I mean, the reason my parents opened Pilate, which is a coffee shop as well, is because coffee will bring anyone into the store right. from all walks of life. And that exposes them to art even more. And Grand Rapids is becoming more of an art city every day. Right. Even with Art Prize not being there for this year or mm. last year, mm -hmm. um, I think that it's super important to bring art into people's lives every day. Right. I mean, and that's what we're here to do, inspire people in any way we can, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be with our art, with our words. I think it's all any. I. I I'd like to say anything that brings inspiration is art. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of inspirations, what uh, I know the was it John Ham or John? What the, it was the uh, book Jack Ham. Jack Ham. Thank you, it Jack Ham. Jack Ham. I don't know why I was so like I begged my dad when we were at Barnes and Noble to buy me that book so I could <laughs> learn how to draw animals. Right. And it really changed everything for me. And inspired me to be a better artist because I wanted to learn how to draw animals and people as best as I could. I thought it was amazing the drawings that he was doing. And I think it's amazing to ca to accurately capture life. Because mm -hmm. it, it's such an abstract thing but it's so it's looked at every day. So it's, mm -hmm. not as, it's not seen as abstract but to capture the uniqueness of a living creature yeah. is... It's awe-inspiring to me, and I've seen, uh, I want to say, at least a dozen or so of your portraits of other people um, and self-portraits uh, of yours mm -hmm. that are just because of the realism um, are so just jaw-dropping because I couldn't imagine how to, how to sculpt the human body or how to draw the human body from... Mm -hmm. I've been getting I've been getting scam calls all day Scamorous. from Campbell, California. This is like the ninth one. Fuck Anyways, your soup. fuck your soup. <laughs> no, they're calling about Apple support stuff. My Apple thing's been breached. But Apple would send me an email, wouldn't they? Yeah. No email. Fuck off. But. Realistic art. Yes. Realistic art. Now, do you do you. I have to feel there's a sense of satisfaction in your art. 
yeah. from completing. The most satisfying part is being done with it because right. drawing is semi-torture. Yeah. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. You spend over 100 hours on something, you want to be done with it. Right. But spending that extra last hour on it makes all the difference in the world. And usually I think people give up too quick on their drawings Eat. because it takes that long. Right. 50 to 100 hours sometimes for one freaking drawing. Oof. And most people don't have the patience, and that's something else you learn. And is, especially if it's yeah. a passion piece, too. Yeah. Not not something commissioned or... Yeah. And that stuff sells, too, which mm-hmm. is insane to me that people will spend that much money on my art. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not easy to give o- over $400 or $1,000 or $2,000 to someone for something you'll hang on your wall. Right. But I like that, you know, some of the meaning behind some of my artwork really impacts people enough for them to spend that kind of money on my work. Right. And that, now would those kind of types of sales or anything like that come more from a gallery or? Yeah. Uh, because that that's when you actually have time to talk about the piece yeah. right people okay when people figure out that i'm the artist they love talking to me about mm-hmm. it and that's another wonderful thing about working at pilate right. uh, i get to talk about my art all day and that makes it way more likely to sell because i'm also selling it mm-hmm. and they actually get my perspective on the piece right i also usually have work up at lions and rabbits mm-hmm. so that's how i got connected with hannah berry for this mural right now in lions and rabbits is that is a gallery yeah they're in creston neighborhood and they have so much wonderful artwork and do so much for the art community please stop by there yes awesome and you know what uh i usually do the descriptions so i will try to leave a link in a description uh to where you can find all the beautiful places that are showcasing local art and just Mm -hmm. art at any rate in grand rapids and giving them the ability to do so giving artists an ability to do so i'm always a fan of people in the same I'm sorry fly sorry and in, in the same line of work as I'm trying to do and that's sh- showcasing art and artists yeah. to people in unfamiliar places mm-hmm. um because I and it, it's a it's almost like a, a missionary type uh goal that it's I hard. have but it's 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 getting it's it's shining light I'm stuttering so much it's shining a light into darkness where people wouldn't have that light otherwise and Mm -hmm. whether it's with beautiful visual art beautiful music uh awe-inspiring comedy that's what i do right that's right (laughs) but um hunter's funny (laughs) but I, i think anything that we can do to inspire joy in this world is only positive and the fact that these places are giving you and others the the platform to showcase that is yeah. is really amazing. So I I'd like to thank. Um, I almost forgot it again. L- there's a lines line. and rabbits. Lines and ra- I wanted to say tiger. Lines <laughs> and rabbits. Uh, Pilate, of course. Um, thank you, everyone that showcases art in any form. Uh, the comedy sh- the comedy clubs that do, which is none right now but the bars that allow us to paint on their buildings and do comedy inside of them uh or in their parking lots at this point Mm -hmm. Uh, we we i i personally want to give a big thank you to all venues um in general and we hope that most of you come back soon please do you miss you (laughs) exactly what if um so you've been playing live music for how long now then 
ever since I joined Further Closer. It's been a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I always did the occasional solo show. It's mm-hmm. been pretty secretive. Uh, I was super anxious until I joined Further Closer. It kind of gave me the courage to branch out and right. play my solo music for people because it's a lot more personal than my art mm-hmm. for some reason. <laughs> I'm singing from my diary. Right. So because, <laughs> I mean, a picture's worth a thousand words. But if you hide behind that picture, you don't have to show them the thousand words. But that's what singing and writing is. It's hard. And also, you're way more on the spot when you're playing music for people. Right. You're just on a stage. I'm not usually on a stage when I'm painting or putting a drawing on the wall. Right. That's performance art. I'm yeah, not all about that. and it's not easy. Yeah. It took me a lot of time to get over my stage fright, and mm-hmm. now I feel completely comfortable on stage, thanks to Further Closer. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that you'd ever reach the comfort to do the comfort with not only the showcase, but also uh, maybe the speed necessary for a performance um, art piece? Like I've done it. You have done live yeah. live art. Very, now, very, it's an occasional thing. It's not that common mm-hmm. to people to have people do live art, but usually right. I'll bring because I do realism. I usually bring something that I've half worked on, okay, and then work on it live, right? Um, for different, you know, fundraising things. That's awesome, and that's what I was thinking mm-hmm. because of the realism that it would be. And that's why I brought in the speed. Yeah, part, and also figure drawing. I used to teach mm. very occasional figure drawing class, so you draw a live model. I've mm-hmm. been paid by ritual gallery to draw live models at their events wow. with plant slut and mm-hmm. so i drew a bunch of plant slut models and was yeah. paid for that wow. while i was there in person which figure drawing really sets the foundation to be a wonderful artist so i highly recommend if you want to be doing realistic art to mm-hmm. take a figure drawing class that's awesome and so can you break down i guess how so uh you how well, how does it give you basically those 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 abilities? Those so skills, you can yes. become a human printer mm-hmm. from anywhere. You can draw anything standing there instead right. of working on a on an image where you have everything graphed out, mm-hmm. and you can right. project or you can trace things. Mm-hmm. You really it really forces you to look at negative and positive space and get better anatomy and mm-hmm. look at things as they actually are rather than drawing what you think you see. Mm-hmm. It's a very strange concept. I feel like drawing is a you are in a state between being extremely smart and extremely dumb (laughs) because half of it is instinct too. Like you got to just draw and not even look at your drawing. You got to look at your subject. Mm -hmm. So I think that really rapidly increases people's ability to do art better. Right. If they want realism. And they're not focusing as much on the barriers maybe in their head, Mm -hmm. but rather it's more reactionary. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And, um, Oh, shoot. There was one thing I had. Oh, like you had said about graphing pictures and things like that, because Mm -hmm. a lot of people may not know. But basically, when an artist is uh, recreating or um, drawing another drawing or another Mm -hmm. doing a portrait from a photo, Mm -hmm. right, they would graph that picture. So basically put it up in blocks or yeah, block it and then put the photo in blocks in and then quadrant. you do each little square like a puzzle yeah exactly mm-hmm. and it makes it a lot, lot easier to focus on just that on each tiny square yeah. rather than the picture as a whole right and you can't but you can't do that with live figures no it you, forces you to look at <laughs> yeah. it you gotta well, look at if it you, if you're just doing this while drawing it gets a little difficult if you just cover your eye and try to focus on one part of them mm-hmm. but that it and it, it's it's a new way to work your brain as well Mm-hmm. That's really inspiring. Awesome. 
not not inspiring to me. I'm not going to do it. I can tell you that. I have no artistic ability. So, Just be funny, Hunter. So, <laughs> so maybe the word inspiring was not accurate for this moment, but it is amazing. I'll say that. Thank you. Uh, I, I've always wished that my hands or my brain or whatever could work in a way to make art. But right now, all I have is my mouth. And now, you know what? That could be taken the wrong way. Um, <laughs> all I have is my mouth and my words. <laughs> and, and I'll take that for now, but I've always wanted to be able to put something down on paper visually. That, that, well, I believe that you can do it. I don't. Listen, so. any, I don't even think it's t- people use the word talent a lot. You might have more of, you know, just a leaning towards wanting to do art and the patience mm-hmm. for it because you have an interest in it. Yeah. Right. But if you spend the time. If you spend right. the time trying to learn how to draw realistically, you have to actively try to be creative. It's not easy being creative, right? It's not easy. You're, That's the part it, that I struggle with. A lot of it's putting yourself in or trying to manipulate the environment around yeah, you to, con- it's just, to be conducive to creativity. Exactly. Of, you surround yourself with art, yeah. and it's just like learning guitar. You spend exactly. years at it, and you're going to suck at it at first. Yep. I sucked at it at first. Well, here's the thing. I'm not going to. That's, <laughs> that's basically what I'm trying to get here. I We painted pumpkins yesterday as a family, and they didn't look good. None of them. I they looked good. I'll, I'll, I'll take credit. Uh, mine didn't look good. My son's didn't look good because he came from me. And you know what? <laughs> Haley's looked all right. Haley's looked all right, but I have to say not that great because she has poor judgment in choosing a partner. Um <laughs> So art will not run in her life. I'm kidding. My girlfriend's an amazing artist. She is a great artist. She's a great Uh, drummer. Great drummer, too. But once she tries to put an image down, she can't. It's no hand-eye coordination. All she's got is rhythm. I'm kidding, folks. Um, We love you, Haley. It's playing to no no audience. But uh, I'm sorry. No, my girlfriend's amazing or whatever. I have to say She's right outside. She could probably hear this. Um, do you know where we're at time-wise, Jakey? Just under an hour. Liddy titty. Um, so the mural is up for C. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> it's up for seeing. Uh, on the I always auto-fix it. On auto-fix it of Grand Rapids, look for the garage bar. It's way easier. Yeah, everyone knows the garage bar because mm-hmm. they have a sign that pokes out from the building. Yep. Garage bar and uh, Sandy Point beach yeah you're right sandy point beach house yes they're right across the street from each other um check out further closer um yeah. is that all of your published music on further closer For now For i want to record an album soon of my solo solo stuff. nice and i'm Help sh- me jake yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say i'm sure you have a catalog of i have a solo lot of songs, songs. Nice. Yeah, I actually was playing a lot of shows before COVID hit. I mm-hmm. played one in Iowa yep. at the Village Theater. What alone? Yeah, and I played one the day before at the Park Theater as a featured act. So wow. and then yeah, COVID I remember happened, that one. I remember and the it, COVID. I couldn't play any more shows. <laughs> I remember your feature act uh, because I think I I might have done the open mic that night. Oh yeah, you did. I you think were I there. did. It. I had a dip set though. Mm-hmm. I, I remember. That's okay. You got life. Sorry, bud. No, I think I I actually had to work at. I either had to work at Paris, I either had to bartend right after that, or I had to shoot out for another show. But you you got any plans to come back live for anything? 
Definitely. Yeah. No, but solid plans. Solid plans? All I want to do is record. I'm going to be jamming yeah. with the members of Wisp soon to see if I can add more stuff to my music because they yeah. really liked a, a set that I did at Snake Shack. Nice. And they said that they wanted to add stuff Where's to Snake it. Where's Snake Shack? That's a house show, a house okay. venue. Only cool people know about it. Sorry, my bad. Sorry, Hunter. Well, you know. I bet Haley knows. Yeah, she probably does. I. <laughs> <laughs> they're, if they're if they're famous if they're familiar with punk shows then I'm sure definitely she is. um I got I actually got an offer to do a house show a couple weeks ago or it was like two months ago but I couldn't I was on vacation uh what I'm trying to say is I do well too okay Michi you I do don't do well I do <laughs> I do do well um I don't get commissioned by the city to do comedy but i think maybe someday maybe someday the city does need more funny people i swear oh i think uh <laughs> i think less funny people yeah the laugh fest is coming back bro uh i think we need less funny people in office and <laughs> more, more funny people uh in, in the venues, streets yeah. i think we need to open up these venues no i i don't know about that i don't know about a full opening but i think october 9 is supposed to be I don't know about before all this Supreme Court crap, mm -hmm. but October 9 was supposed to be like venues and uh, movie theaters coming back and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, Where's this going? I don't. I, I want it to. <laughs> I want it to open because I, I want to be able to do stuff. But I think for a long time, we're, a bunch of people are going to have the question, is it safe I know. to do so? I know. It's going to take a long time. Yeah. But I think it's I'm going to hope that people will come together and wear their goddamn masks. Exactly. I think it's going to take a long time for people to be comfortable and trustworthy of the public mm -hmm. to care about other people's health. That's right. And I think I think that's what we need to do. If there's any way to be like, hey, just care about people and then we can trust you to be an adult. Like, <laughs> is that the message we have to be put out there? You know... My faith in humanity has plummeted during <laughs> this COVID crisis. That's been like a self inner crisis, nice. also. Rightfully so. For Rightfully everyone. So. Uh, um. Well, Michi. What's Michi short for? Michelle. Oh. Isn't that awful? No. It's the nickname would, my parents gave me. But that is very. It's very unique because there's a you know a lot of Michelles. Well, I don't know a lot. I know two. My Aunt Michelle and Michelle Obama, but <laughs> neither of them go by Michi. Well, weirdly enough, in Venezuela, it's a common nickname. Michi is? Yeah, for Michelle. Really? Hmm. Is Michelle a common name in Venezuela? No, give me some it's not. Give me some common Venezuelan names, please. Uh, Diego is one. Duh. Or Kenneth. Or... Now, is the TH prominent in Spanish? I don't know. Because usually I would hear that pronounced like T, like Ven Tiago. Can it? Can it's it? like that. Okay. I mean, it's, Venezuela is known for having weird, weird names. Hmm. Weird names. Because obviously Diego, uh, David. Yeah, right? so we get common Hispanic names and, and then, then just weird. You know, I know an Arnulfo and then I have an aunt, Abel Saeed. Like, there's weird names. No, they're Venezuelan names. <laughs> no. <you're, laughs> now I'm more questioning your background. So I, I didn't ask any specific cities. Uh, this is what you could e easily be lying to me. Where are you from in Venezuela? Valencia. 
Valencia, Venezuela. See, my great great grandmother's name is Valencia Katz, and she was Slovakian. So that could be a lie. Um, What's the capital of Venezuela? Caracas. Jake, can you look that up for me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you can confirm. Okay. This guy's an atlas. Um. Uh, no, all right, I'm not gonna grill you uh, about your whereabouts, my and heritage, and your heritage. I believe you. Michelle is Spanish or whatever. Um, my parents went to art school, yo. It's weird. I know. <laughs> I was yeah. their love child. And you know, I was. <laughs> I was an art school love child, and they named me Michelle, which was weird. All right, the <laughs> capital of Venezuela is, in fact, um, Caracas. You, you spelled Venezuela r- way wrong. You guys ever been to Venezuela? Um, don't go. <laughs> don't, don't go. How is? How it's is, bad. Don't go if you're American. It? Well, duh. Don't. Hey, don't go, go to Colombia. It's the same. Cocaine. Is that what you mean? I don't know. Coffee. Close enough. Coffee. Yeah, both. What is the best thing about Venezuela that I could consume? Uh, Venezuela has some of the most beautiful beaches and the biggest waterfall in the world. I can't consume a beach or waterfall, but I appreciate that. Go ahead. Uh, honestly, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world oh. in terms of if you visit it, in right. terms of their landscape. My, gra- my the- grandpa went to Venezuela for a bit. Wow. I think with the military or what. He wasn't doing, he wasn't having doing fun Doing good there. things. Or not, <laughs> I'm sure by your guys' standards, probably not. Um, but... Any Venezuelan delicacies I could try? An arepa. It's like a corn flour cake. No, <laughs> it's the food. Look, it's an arepa. It's literally like this corn flour sandwich. <laughs> Eat an arepa. It'll change your life. It's a common street food. Okay. It's like they so have them in lot. Chicago or New York. It's a very common street food there. Really? That's what we're known for. Arepa. An arepa. An arepa. Yes, good stuff. Do I have a decent accent when I say anything in Spanish? No. <laughs> You're not. I'm not going to back you up on that. I'm just going to be not honest with you, bro. When I said arepa, you didn't, you, nothing. No? You did a good job with arepa, but I won't say on the other things. I didn't say anything else. Diego, Tiago. I said Tiago. You're failing it right now. <laughs> I'm saying Tiago, T-H-I-A-G-O. That was fine. Tiago. Fine, whatever. Betray. I think your name needs different spelling. I think Michi? there needs to be no, Farias. There needs to be an accent over the I. Farias. Farias. I I said Farias to help you. I I understand. <laughs> okay. You know what? Why did I even? I did this to myself. All I'm saying is change the spelling of your name. Um, Furious. There we go. If And if you just did that, it'd be a lot easier. Michi Furious. Michi Furious. Uh, which you can follow her on Instagram. Yeah, Michi Furious Art. Michi, not Furious. Furious Art. Mm-hmm. F-A-R-I-A-S. Art. And do you have the tweets? Yeah. Um, it's not open to the public now. There we go. So I don't really post art there. You can just mm-hmm. add me on Facebook if you want to follow a lot of my art stuff, too. Awesome. Michi Farias. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And Michi, thank you so much. I'm going to eat this mic again. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for showcasing your amazing talent and your passion for showcasing women, uh, prominent women of history. 
<laughs> yeah, no, that that sounded. I do showcase a lot odd. of nude women. I'll be honest. And that's so. that's what I was thinking in my head, but then I was like, no, the mural, the mural. Um, <laughs> but if you want to find any of Michi's art, follow her on Instagram at Michi Furious Art and look at that freaking mural. Uh, do you know if if people are not in Grand Rapids, um, where they can find the pictures of your uh of your mural yeah i actually have a link to it erica townsley took all my photos so Mm -hmm. if you look up her website she has all of the women's way stuff that she took photographs of every week she would come by to every single artist and take photos of our process awesome and were you all working at the same time just across town or across town it was crazy that's that's awesome an amazing Mm -hmm. process too to follow and you can uh you can we'll we will post a link to uh, Michi's process mm-hmm. on that, and you can also uh, scout the site, see the other artists, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and um, that will be in the description of the episode, as well as a link to Further Closer. We'll throw that your Spotify or mm-hmm. Bandcamp. I'll let you guys be the judge. Um, so follow them uh, on Spotify at Further at Further Closer. Just search Further Closer on Spotify. Uh, to hear Michi's amazing voice and violin and banjo <laughs> and guitar and omnichord and Jake do some stuff too. And, <laughs> <laughs> and once again, thank you so much for j- coming in, Michi. Uh, thank you guys for listening, watching, doing whatever you're doing. Uh, come back next week. We'll have someone else. Actually, I um yeah, we'll have someone else. I don't want to uh, put the cart before the horse. Um. Thank you for listening. Follow us on uh, Facebook or whatever. Yeah, like us on Facebook. Where is this going podcast? Uh, email us if you'd like at where is this going pod at gmail.com. And follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Search my name, Hunter Miles, and you'll find the page and the playlist is there. We try to do this every week. We'll see how it goes. Thank you guys so much once again. Bye um, bye. Bye. Soon as I saw it coming, I was crying, crying, crying over the horizon, just a crimson painted sky.
Emerge 2021, GDIT's signature virtual event series. See vision brought to life with GDIT and over 40 leading partners showcasing real solutions in digital modernization, emerging technology, and defense cloud. Register at GDIT.com slash emerge. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.